All right, guys, I'm live, and I'm just here to give a quick overview of the Democratic debates last night by NBC and CBS as someone that's not a Democrat or a Republican. And basically what I saw was a bunch of NPCs. What's going on, Adam? Andy? <laughs> but one of the main talking points they brought up was their the main leftist ideology of healthcare for all. And <laughs> I know, right? I'm terrible. <laughs> healthcare for all and um, abortions, calling them reproductive rights, calling healthcare a human right. And even Bernie Sanders got called on on that. His name got brought up in that debate during that, that part multiple times, even though he wasn't there at that debate. <laughs> I'm a pretty mean guy, Andy. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> but when people started talking about this, they all sounded the same. It was all the same talking points. Really. You know, just say, healthcare is a right. We deserve medical care for all. I'm going to pull one of five European countries out and say, this is a great example. And then, you know, move on. Maybe bring up a story about someone that can't afford healthcare. Um, there was about two people that, that brought up something different. Uh, one of them was, was Beto O'Rourke, who decided it was necessary to talk, say everything in Spanish and then say it in English just to get out to his, his base, which that probably explains the 1% that vote for him, the illegal immigrants. But And then there was another guy who apparently had passed a Medicare for All law in his state, and the Democrats all wanted to talk shit on it because it wasn't good enough for them and it wasn't far left enough. So it's very clear early on that it's just a virtue signaling among who is the most left of these 10 nobodies. Well, nine nobodies and Elizabeth Warren, which is the point I actually should have started on. Whole time there, there's nine nobodies, and uh, there's nine nobodies – and Elizabeth Warren, who Elizabeth Warren is asked almost all the questions. And then you have, basically you have, uh, what's his name? Cory Booker and Castro are the ones jumping in and getting this, forcing themselves to get the spotlight time. Nobody else could do what those two did. But, you know, kind of seemed kind of needy to me, kind of rude. According to CNN, though, it made Castro look smart and it made Booker look rude. So Corey McBooger there. <laughs> and then immigration got brought up, of course. And this this turns into them just soft-pedaling open borders. Kind of like once you cross the finish line, you cross that border, you should be able to get in. And they brought up the recent news about the immigrant and his daughter drowning because this guy's a fucking idiot and just leaves his daughter right next to a river so she can follow him when he goes to swim back across. And I don't know how that story went, but I'm sure that was terrible. And they basically blamed the administration and they blamed Republicans for this. So once again, it just became virtue signaling. How much of a surprise. Except this time, it really did have something I found interesting. Once again, the soft peddling of open borders. One of the points they bring up is like, you know, it doesn't matter which country you've been to on your way here or which country you're from or what your reasons are. If you come here and you reach one of our checkpoints, you should just be allowed in. We should find a way to process you in. And I can't remember who it was, but there's probably a few of them that even made the case that they should just make anyone here a legal citizen right away, right off the bat. Definitely would work in Beto O'Rourke's favor since he was the only one saying that in Spanish. And then because of the, the failed Black Flag War, the Iran deal got brought up again. And everyone had to suck up suck the cock 
of former President Barack Obama and say how great that deal was. But they may have a different deal. They may be able to go harder than he was. Hmm. And the term, where would your red line be, got brought up to a bunch of them, which is probably where, um, I can't remember her name. She's the only one there that's actually a veteran, unless Buttigieg was there that night. Um, can't remember if he was. He didn't stand out. But yeah, except her, she ca- she kind of interrupted somebody and really put them down in the dirt when they were talking about war. Just, what is it? Because bro- Al-Qaeda did 9-11 and they said the Taliban. And then they mentioned 9-11. And I think it was Christian Gillibrand. She just jumped on that motherfucker. Like, no, no, it was Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda did 9-11. You don't belong in the presidency. And then the final point I thought that was great is the gun grabbers. They started talking about national gun registries, and they did this debate in Miami just so they could bring up Boward County shooting and Broward County shooting, I mean, Parkland, Florida. And they mentioned every town and March for Our Lives by name. So, you know, basically saying whoever wins this debate is probably going to get a pretty big donation from Bloomberg, if, if I'm catching that right. Sounds like a new window to me. <laughs> but of course it came down to national gun registries national red red flags national background checks and just any way we can take guns from people we will um they want just want to tax the corporations that make guns which makes no fucking sense to me because it's not like cigarettes and then on top of that they straight up talk about taking weapons of war quote unquote which would be you know just a semi-automatic rifle I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. And basically, according to most of them is, you know, if you don't put up with the gun buyback, federal agents will start coming in and taking your guns if we become president. And all right, I have hit the five minute mark. So that will be it for today. Thanks for tuning in, Josh. I'm sure it was lame.